It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Give it up. For the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, everybody. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 687 of Locked On Raptors for Monday, March the 23rd. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of Raptors.com. For the month of March, you can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. Even without sports, we carry on daily for the next couple weeks, at least. Whether it is historical deep dives, looking at the season that has just happened in a lot of sports, looking at the season that is to come if you're baseball uh lots of great stuff to get you through these very trying times and listen to us while you're doing your other quarantine related activities whether you're playing video games whether you're cooking whether you're hanging out doing home workouts stuff like that please consider checking out a lockdown podcast for the teams that you like around the pro sports also obviously football still going strong as though nothing is going on in the world uh so if you want that energy too the nfl network has you covered uh over on lockdown nfl so please go and uh subscribe to rate and review all the shows you want to help out it's very much appreciated in these uh very strange times all right on today's show it is a special episode with our pals Joey Devine and Sean Keen. Katie Heindel joined the show as well. It is a crossover episode with Round Ball Rock. I talked about Round Ball Rock a lot in this podcast before. It is, for my money, the best NBA podcast there is. Sean and Joey are fantastic. They came on, I think, just before the finals last season because they're both Warriors fans. We did a big crossover ahead of that. And uh, we chatted with Joey and Sean about quarantine life, basically, for the Raptors, for other NBA players, for themselves. Lots of stuff in this one. We get into the big three thing as well this was recorded i think last thursday so it's a little bit of distance between when we recorded and now so some stuff might be out of date but for the most part it's all very much the same because no one's lives are changing at all right now everyone's just hunkered down inside so i hope you enjoy the podcast with myself katie joey and sean it's a longer one we'll get back to the regular shorter episodes uh in the coming days for sure i'm sorry they've been going so long but i also have a little qualms about going long here because i'm sure people need something to fill their time while they're at home 
realm. So I uh, hope you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Sean and Joey rule. Uh, go subscribe to their Patreon page if you'd like extra podcasts from them or just listen to Round Ball Rock on its own. They give it one episode a week for free, one Patreon episode a week for free. They are the very best and I, I love them and I hope they're doing well down in California, which seems to not be a very safe place right now. Um, but shouts to Joey and Sean because they kick ass. All right, let's get to it now. Locked on Raptors, round ball rock in a thing we're calling round ball rocked on Raptors, I think. Yeah, that's what we landed on. Round ball rocked on Raptors. Enjoy. Hey, guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked on Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's the Locked On Raptors Round Ball Rock Pandemic Team Up, starring Dave Schilling, Jose Calderon, Morris Peterson, Sean Woodley, Amir Johnson, TJ Ford. Katie Heindel, Rosho Nesterovich, Sean Keane, Gravis Vasquez, musical guest Gordon Lightfoot, and now the permanent host of Locked On Raptors, Sean Woodley. How do I do the Joey voice? Hi, it's it's Sean. Hi, uh, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. Uh, I'm here, as always, with my good friend, Sean Keen, and my other good friends, uh, Sean Woodley and Katie Heindel. It's Locked On Raptors plus Rocked On ra- Round Ball Rock, so I guess it's Rocked Ball Raptors on... It's- Come on, dude. It's rock on, on Raptors. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so, Sean Woodley. God, that's going to be the worst part. Um, so, Woodley, uh, this was your idea. Um, and uh-huh. we all hopped on. And the first thing you said was, so what are we going to talk about, guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's not well, that's not wrong. I mean, that, that's like the question going into every podcast anyone's <laughs> recording at this yeah. point. No, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, we got some Serge Bach content as always. He's still providing, which is a godsend. Look, There's, I love uh, Serge. Um, I guess geez. let's talk about this. Let's do this first because uh, <laughs> it's a Raptor show. 
Woodley, would you like to explain uh-huh. what the Serge Ibaka news is today? Uh, the Serge Ibaka news today. Let me look up. The Raptors have been uh, hosting a running series called How Bored Are You? Mm-hmm. Which is obviously a play on How Hungry Are You? Uh, there's been no episode yet today. Yesterday, it was Serge Ibaka doing cardio in his apartment, mm-hmm. running up and down his hallway. Um, which is good stuff. There was also earlier this week him doing his dishes, which mm-hmm. was uh, pretty good. I think he also taught people how to wash their hands. Oh, there's one called Remedies from the Motherland. I don't think I've watched this one, actually. I think it's he's, pretty uh, good. Oh, yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. He is he eating cuts a, No, he cuts a garlic um, clove up with a razor blade, and he eats it with honey. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. It's I'm going to try that honestly. now. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, they've been running I, I this. That's about it. This, but I have like <laughs> garlic powder, maybe. Would that work? I think you could. Yeah, you could mix it up with honey in like Ralph's, a, Ralph's a little tea. Of, yeah. Yeah. I love garlic. I would. I would just do that even if I was feeling well. Tbh. That's what Ibaka does. So you're in good company, man. He's the That's how you get to look like Serge Ibaka. So yeah, thank God. <laughs> but what a beautiful man. I can't believe that even if I wanted to, I couldn't drive and sit outside his house in the car. <laughs> now, that the board, now that the border's closed, I can't stalk Serge Ibaka anymore, and it's sad. But also, probably you shouldn't be driving across the border or stalking people in this uh, pandemic times. But they, they might let yeah, you. No. That could be, like, uh, that might be essential travel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Serge Ibaka recon. And then I could film a, a thing called um, How Extradited Are You? <laughs> <laughs> the other Raptors thing with Surge today was the Slam magazine cover that the Raptors were on, which is really depressing considering it happened after the league shut down. Mm-hmm. We were uh, there. That was yeah, a good day. <laughs> we were there the day they shot it at practice. That was a different time, uh, which... What was that like February the 29th or something, which mm-hmm. holy shit, that feels so far gone. Um, but no, so they, they the, the whole thing there is, you, are, are you aware of like the Serge Ibaka doing art phenomenon? How familiar are you this guys? This is with what it? I want to talk about. So okay. the thing I saw with Serge Ibaka was him walking out after they said he didn't do art. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he like, yeah, he walks he walks a few feet away. <laughs> it's a performative walkout. The, of course. the whole team has to ask him to. It's basically, I've never seen anybody <laughs> at a situation like that basically do, try to get an encore, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that. that's what I always imagine. Like, like Katie, when we saw our favorite band Aerosmith together. Yeah. <laughs> there was a moment um, there where several. they left the stage and it was clear <laughs> they were coming back. Very clear. <laughs> <laughs> We were in the wings so we could see how far they went because we were backstage at Aerosmith. I guess they just I do appreciate to catch their breath. <laughs> I do appreciate that Serge went as far as to take off his mic, at least to sort of give the illusion he was going to go away for good. See, this is my th- my problem with this is okay. So Serge Ibaka is essentially a content creator now, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is the wrong direction for Surge. My favorite mode of Surge content is when he's like, 
the fun, goofy guy being like, you're gonna eat snake now, weirdos. <laughs> and not the, like, I'm the one who did the scarfs first. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't jibe with who he actually is. Being the... I, I, I just, I feel like it's all part of, like, the same beautiful whole. Like, there's just, it's it's just a different side of the same, like, beautiful child uh coin you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like he's but he's kind of like a kid in that he's like eat this silly thing and then he's like put my art on the fridge <laughs> <laughs> the fridge is full of lamb testicles as well by the way. <laughs> i will say i think serge getting aggrieved about that kind of thing like not being taken seriously like i do think that kind of fits his whole vibe where he does like play sort of a goof but i think deep down he truly believes he's both an excellent chef and a fashion icon mm-hmm. and yes. like when someone points it out it really sort of plays to his insecurities about that kind of thing i just uh-huh. kind of think uh getting mad that someone uh isn't respecting your art is a real kevin durant kobe bryant shit unless i'm a funny <laughs> chef shit you know what i'm saying but you didn't, but you didn't it's also like a real artist thing though yeah. Yeah. so if he's, if he's moving in that that direction just, then he might just be going pure like pure artist i i like all of his bits basically <laughs> uh it's so funny to to look at how he, he's just blossomed in toronto i feel mm. like like he was always pretty entertaining with the thunder but maybe it was like oklahoma city or the fact that there were bad well i'm gonna i'm gonna say i've definitely reevaluated my thoughts on the thunder uh <laughs> there was one uh personality that was maybe keeping him down a little bit named kevin durant uh, i would but... say two there was because there's also another uh oh you're saying russ yeah because there's a certain amount of um i'm the only one allowed to shine with russ yeah, I just think unless he's... it's also Cameron Payne, he's allowed oh, yeah. to do the Running Man with me. But other than that, everyone else has to look at me all the time. Yeah, I think I think the team. I just think the team. Uh, I think people tend to really like Russell Westbrook personally, though. Sure, and I I maybe don't think it's the same the other way. Uh, but I, anyway, it's weird to look at how much he blossomed in Toronto when you look at him. Um, you look at like the Orlando Magic, and it's if you actually look at the roster, it's like, oh, Serge Ibaka would be a perfect fit there. Like, even though they do have, they they wouldn't have had to get quite as many power forwards and centers. Like, they really keep trying to get Serge Ibaka, the guy they had before. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, but too I also is think like, no, I think like uh, quarantine is kind of messing with his uh, propri- proprietaryness because like. I don't know if you saw Sean, but the the one he did yesterday, where he was doing like the cardio. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did cardio back and forth. So I think like Isaiah Thomas commented, like, "Dude, you'd have to do like two hundred of these for this to like <laughs> count count as a workout." And he like replied to him. He was like, "Dude, didn't you see? Like, I did, I did like, I don't know. He's like, I did twenty. He's like, I did forty twenty or something. Like, he got." really upset <laughs> so i think i just think the isolation is maybe messing with him a bit i would also say the isolation i will say 
this actually might lead to our next topic because Katie oh. is on top of everything. But I would say the NBA player actually doing the best with isolation currently is actually Devin Booker because he has realized his actual lifelong dream of being a Call of Duty streamer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey, what did he what did he say when he found out that Rudy Gobert had coronavirus? Well, what he said was, um, I mean, I guess I could play it. <laughs> he laughed at Rudy Gobert having coronavirus <laughs> the night they found out on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> here, I guess I'll play it right now. Uh, Damn, they said fucking Gobert actually has the shit. Wait, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. What? So does Gobert. Um, so yeah, that's him laughing at Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Uh, having coronavirus after also learning that Tom Hanks has coronavirus while Twitch streaming <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> can I can I make a little pitch here right now? Mm-hmm. My Giant too, but it's about Tom Hanks and Rudy Gobert being quarantined together for fourteen days. <laughs> uh, the other thing, and I also like... he buy he buys Rudy Gobert right before that because that's what. Yeah, because my giant is about owning a giant, right? Yeah. It's about white slavery. Um, uh, the other thing that Devin Booker, his response to the season being over on that Twitch stream was the most Devin Booker shit ever, because he, he just seems pretty okay with it. Well, he just <laughs> keeps going. Yo, fuck, yo, what, <laughs> what, yo, damn, that's crazy, fuck, while another <laughs> Twitch streamer is in the background, not realizing what's happening and think he's he thinks he's talking about the Call of Duty game, and the, the streamer's like, yeah, I know, this is crazy, we gotta grind this war zone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I? Can I just before I know we're we're moving into another topic, but I well, was before just before you do that, I'm gonna oh, play yeah, that yeah. go bit. I'm gonna play that. Oh clip yeah, too. <laughs> play that one. Yeah. No way. It's a no. Let me see. Booker's <laughs> like shit. My chat saying it's suspended. The season is over. Yeah, Sham bomb. What the fuck, bro? Bro. <laughs> bro. What the fuck is going right, on, man, hop bro? On the jet, come to the compound. Let's get this war zone grind on. So yeah, what were you saying, Sean? Can I you? was I was <laughs> just imagining uh, Serge Ibaka walking with like a giant shopping cart, uh, the biggest scarf you've ever seen that also covers his mouth and has like ventilators on it, <laughs> and he's he's just at this weird rare animal food market, and there's just like. Nothing there. There's no salamander feet. Uh, there's no intestines of any animal. They've all been like, uh, like, like the how hoarding are you people got there first. He's just like so depressed that he can't find a monkey heart or just add, like a poisonous fish. And and it's it, he just ends up like settling for a bunch of toilet paper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we did do a podcast last week where we were talking about like which raptors were going to do well in quarantine and we did i think agree 
that Surge was going to have the roughest time. <laughs> I think we've been pretty like we've been pretty on the nose so far. I think yeah, so. We, we didn't we kind of, of predict like Boucher would be one to like break out of his apartment. Which he did, yeah, right? Did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. He got in trouble for that. <laughs> Where did he go? He went to the a really store? shitty grocery store called Loblaws. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and he got like some frozen Dr. Ucker pizzas and like hamburger buns. He didn't even get anything like he couldn't have had someone get for him. So I don't know why he yeah. went. What are the yeah. what are the what are the rules? You're not supposed to shop, right? No, are you guys full on jazz? No, oh, the, oh, oh, sorry, the Raptors were. I, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot. I forgot he was uh, go bear poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chris Boucher. That's terrible. Yeah, it was okay. pretty rough. And then, uh, well, so the other guys on the team, like Fred Van Vliet's having the time of his life. Did you guys see the video of him yesterday playing a wolf with his daughter and his son? Um, like, and getting his daughter to howl in unison with him? Like, he seems to be not at all itching for basketball to come back. He seems totally content. Yeah, he, well, I mean, he, he bet on his family. He's going to bet on himself. <laughs> yeah, his, like merch is, his merch is selling so well, he's not worried about it at all, you know? Um. I wonder if they're still doing deliveries with all of this going on. I mean, everyone else who does deliveries is probably, like, making pretty good bank right now. I, I wonder if there's, like, a war between, like, all the different merch brands on the Raptors to see who can earn the most quarantine dollars. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing four Nick Nurse hats right now. So, <laughs> can't, Katie, were you saying you can't actually buy Kyle Lowry's personally branded merchandise? No, like Siakam. Just for him? Oh, Siakam's yeah. is the kind you yeah. can't buy? Yeah. Lowry doesn't have any, which is weird, but... Uh, I, I thought he had a custom shoe. He just has a thing with a number seven on it. <laughs> oh, That's all okay. it is. Oh. <laughs> uh... It's amazing that you can't buy Siakam's. Uh, which one do you think looks the worst of their personal brands? You know what? Sorry. Which one looks the best? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anyone's access here. You know, no, I like I, some of Fred's stuff. It's all yeah, right. Fred's stuff is good. Fred really toes the line between like tasteful and terribly gaudy. Yes. Um, yeah. I think like his his highs and lows is like the biggest range. I think Norm's is kind of whack. The understand the grind stuff. What? It's not uh, a his great, is understand not a the grind. grind. It's insane. <laughs> insane name. That's like it's a, extreme. That makes more sense as like a skateboarding logo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a like whatever. Like like uh you know and those and one shirts that you see like a nine year old wearing that are like yeah. don't don't come in the paint unless you want to get burned but it's like a skateboarding <laughs> version that's like yeah. understand the grind <laughs> and it's like a big dog grabbing the back of his <laughs> norms should be like understanding getting paid a lot of money at ru- just the right time. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he works very hard. He was only like the 53rd pick or something, but he also went to UCLA. You know what I mean? He wasn't like that slept on. If that makes sense. <laughs> Understand the grind. Also, just like the UTG together makes me think that it's something much more intense. I don't know why that is, but 
that's a weird brand. Yeah, UTG him. sounds like it would be like an Atlanta super rap group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, an, or like a, a weird cult that some Atlanta rappers accidentally got into. That's like, hey, there's aliens, but also reparations. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, I think uh, to answer the question of which sound, which looks best, like Pascal's looks the best. I think it's like a pretty like well designed logo. The bet on yourself is basically just like Microsoft Paint with like mm-hmm. uh, like a dollar, like a like a money bags emoji in the middle. Yes, yeah, some of like, Fred Van's, some of Fred Van Vliet's look like kind of like the clothing version of like a. Uh, Master P album cover from the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, it, it. Fred has one shirt that reminds me of the weirdest piece of uh, Warriors merch that I have that my sister bought on the pedestrian ramp to the train station outside the old mm-hmm. arena, and um, it's just like uh, it. It's like photo. It has Clay Thompson. Steph Curry and Draymond Green on it. And it's such a bad print that they use a photo that's just uh, cuts them off mid leg. You know what I mean? It's just like, like a picture from the mm-hmm. newspaper and it didn't look weird because it wasn't a newspaper, but it looks very strange on a shirt when their legs mm-hmm. just end. <laughs> and it just has historic team 73 and nine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what other Joey raptors, Katie? Like, have there been anything else from other raptors? Like, we had the Fred thing. Has anyone else been like active? You're, you're yeah. the expert on this. I'm not. Yeah, actually, today Malcolm Miller posted a like a a gigantic cardboard box, and he he called it quarantine shopping. And there's seriously one, two, three, seven boxes of Nike shoes <laughs> in there. <laughs> So he's shopping. And then, I don't know, Larry just posted, like, Larry, I was happy to hear from Larry, but he just posted the slam cover. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Well, I'm glad he's still, you know, out there. And I'm, I just, like, I don't really care what I hear from Kyle Larry. I just want to hear something from him, you know? I think he's fine. I think he's, he's like, enjoying he's Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I need to hear from any NBA players during the quarantine. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't what think about Patty Mills. <laughs> yeah, Patty's doing good. Yeah, that's I actually, this is a Patty. Katie question. Yeah. Uh, Katie, moving on from the Raptors, which overall NBA players appear to be thriving during the quarantine? There's like different levels of thriving though that have emerged and like some that are troubling and some that are soothing and guys like doing it right. Um, like Hassan Whiteside is really <laughs> too chaotic. Oh yeah, I can't believe There's Hassan no Whiteside is chaotic evil. <laughs> um, After he murdered that bird to make like a viral video leaving, last year. Like he keeps leaving his house to go rip around in a convertible. Uh, um, and he's like wearing an insane mask for most of the time. Have any of the... so many guns in the trunk? <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my question. Assault rifle last year. Yeah. 
Is Hassan Whiteside one of these nutcases lining up around the corner to buy guns right now? No, but last year, if you remember right, he lost a $350,000 assault rifle. Was that right on the number, yeah. Sean? Or what was like 150000 <laughs> I think it was $50,000. Yeah, okay, whatever. But he left it on top of his car or something, and someone just yeah, took unlocked it. unlocked car in the backseat, yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, like... I don't know. LeBron seems to be losing this grip a bit. Like I saw today, he was watching, he was live streaming him, live streaming a meditation app. Uh-huh. Um, LeBron then- just straight up <laughs> tweeted, I need someone to drink wine with. Yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> and also something where he was like, just woke up from a nap in the wine cellar. <laughs> Look, I just... The, the secret story of the last two years is LeBron James has a drinking problem. <laughs> he is drinking too much wine. That's why he tore his groin on Christmas last year. Something well, kind of that. upsetting like evolved today, though, and it's this like new challenge that players are like challenging each other to, but I'm a little bit worried it's going to have terrible implications because what it is, is there... Um, pretending a roll of toilet paper is a football, but they're like, I don't know. I feel like in times of scarcity, maybe you shouldn't flaunt that. Like, I don't want it to turn into a Mary Antoinette thing, but oh, like, Boban, yeah. Boban is doing his, like, by his pool and he accidentally kicks it into the pool. Larry Nance Jr. does his, and then his dog runs in and, like, grabs the toilet paper roll and runs away. Like, Bam Adebayo is, like, doing his to, like, a Bruno Mars song and almost kicks it off his balcony. Like, it's a bit troubling. I don't want them to get, I don't want them to get, uh, like, I don't want them to be the target of angry mobs. I'm with the NBA players <laughs> on this one. I'm going to be honest. Uh, we're not out of toilet paper. Just a bunch of assholes bought it all. <laughs> like, we're not, uh, <laughs> not out, but like, while there's scarcity, I don't want them to put themselves at risk. Um, I would say the person that appears to be thriving the most uh nba wise is uh someone who um i never saw on social media at all until three days ago when oh. everyone started sharing <laughs> matisse tybel's tiktoks constantly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well he just signed up for it like he was like oh i better he was kind of like resigned to it he's like i guess we've come to this but like he's so good at it (laughs) it's also weird that it every every comment is one of two things which is like bro this quarantine is getting to matisse (laughs) tybel or it's like we must protect matisse tybel at all costs (laughs) and i don't know when people started saying we must protect x at all costs but it basically kind of never made sense to me and we're on like year three <laughs> well we've got to protect matisse table we got to protect him from uh those tiktok haters <laughs> i guess from the virus now that's that's what we're protecting him from um joey oh and paul, have, and paul okay, pierce i have to say before because you know i gotta always look up for what paul pierce is doing paul pierce went to work with a gas mask on <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what were you gonna say? <laughs> uh, let me let me just calm down for how angry I am right now. Um, uh, no, I, I I have not been seeing a lot from the Warriors. I assume 
that Steph is mainly doing more erotic photography with Aisha. Uh, no, right? actually, Steph and Aisha did something that fucking rules. Uh, Steph and Aisha have spent the quarantine actually uh, figuring out a way to donate a million doll- a million meals to the children in Oakland who uh, rely on school meals to eat every day. Uh-huh. And that's- yeah, and she's, she's starting an OnlyFans page, right? Yeah. That's how they're okay. doing it? Uh, no, they're Come like... Come on, we can make fun of these people, Joey. Back uh, yeah, off. I, I just think that that one's actually good. I'll make fun of it Aisha all day, but... <laughs> I mean, it is good. But, uh, yeah, they don't... They raised two million dollars to uh, today, um, to feed hungry children. Um, but, you know, maybe they'll fall asleep in their wine cellar while, uh, doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been kind of disappointed in the Warriors generally, so uh, that one has been nice uh, during virus time. How much of a bummer is it for you that this happened like a week after Steph came back? Oh, I was. it's so upsetting. I mean, it's obviously everything's upsetting now, but that was just like the kicker for me. Uh, I wanted to watch Steph Curry play more basketball so bad. Uh, Well, the the other thing is that they just arbitrarily didn't have him play in three of the games he could have, too, yeah. right? Yeah, they made or him maybe scrimmage in yeah. with the G League team instead of playing him on March 1st like he wanted to. Um, and then he then he had that game where he sat out with the flu. Yeah. <laughs> but he had, he had uh, you know, tankitis or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Uh, have you noticed how, um, I've, I've just no- been noticing this week, I know you guys don't care about professional football in Canada, but the funny thing to me is that the NBA, you're just seeing so much from these guys, and it's like, everything's changing, we gotta raise some money, and the NFL is just chugging ahead like nothing happened at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's Tom Brady's so going to a new unsettling. team! Yeah, so I think NFL free agency is actually exacerbating the public health crisis because teams like Tampa Bay are like flying in private doctors away from uh, triage areas to make sure Tom Brady's physical is in order. So he well, this has been a thing contract. like with the with the Patriots this week or with the Bucks this week because they they actually haven't signed Tom Brady yet. Because they haven't been able to do a physical. And there's like this whole thing where I think maybe Bucks fans are scared he's about to back out like he probably should. And, but it's just because they haven't been able to get a doctor to him. And I think he's supposed to be seeing someone in New York today or something. But New York is also the place most terribly afflicted, which just goes into your theory quite well. Uh, it's all I am like so I've been like doing morning radio this week mm-hmm. and we've been trying to like have fun without talking about sports and we've actually had people like tweet in at us like why aren't you talking about Philip Rivers and I'm like I don't, I don't I'm not gonna quit for this even a little bit right now like, <laughs> so weird um yeah I mean it's classic NFL though man to just pretend nothing is happening Unless it has to do with the troops right now, they would absolutely try and play games right now. Unless unless it has to do with respecting the troops, the NFL does not care about anything else. 
<laughs> and they um, get paid to respect the truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Katie, you have anything to say about the NFL? No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you have, do you have enough stuff stored away? What do you mean? Like, like are you ready? Are you ready? Provisions? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something this has taught me is like I'm a little bit of um like obsessive about acquiring provisions <laughs> and like not starting to eat th- eat them. Oh yeah, I've being like we can't crack into our provision food yet. That's our provision food, but like there's no real difference. It's just groceries, and like there's still gross. <laughs> you can still go get groceries anytime. Like it's not that you can. Like, there's a fruit stand. Yeah, there's like you must not live in Los street. Angeles. <laughs> no, it's like some stuff is picked over at bigger stores, but like where I live, it's mostly like corner stores and like fruit stands, so you can like go get whatever you need at any time still. But I'm still like, no, we can't. Like we can't open these boxes. Like that's for the quarantine. I've spent six days trying to find bread. Oh no. no, there's no there's no bread to be had. I can't find onions, potatoes, or garlic. Uh, Sean, have to start making bread. Sean, now I, I know feel... I know where that stuff is. Um, so are you gonna say John's? I am the one <laughs> by my they house. They didn't have it. They didn't have it. Really? Because I yeah. I went on Monday and they had all that stuff. Uh, they they were they had like. Anyway, I went to John's and they did not have it, but I'll I'll go back. They were no. definitely uh so and this is some a little bit of LA inside gossip, Katie. Sean's. <laughs> but the uh the big grocery chain down here is called Vaughn's, V O N S. And there is a very similar would you wouldn't you say the branding is pretty similar, Joey, yes. on the signs? Yeah. And it's called John's with a J instead of a V. And you go inside and it's very strange, like there's a turnstile you have to go through mm-hmm. to enter the store. And it has some regular products and then other things that's like, oh, I didn't know Ukraine made beer. Yeah, Like yeah. it's very Russian and Armenian, but um, it also almost seems like the store is like uh, a little bit of a, a prank almost. <laughs> it I feels like that. something like Nathan Fielder <laughs> would build. But what I will say is, John's, uh, if you're in L.A. and you're looking for dill uh, yeah. in a normal time, best place to find dill. Because for some reason, uh, the grocery stores around here do not carry enough dill except yeah. for John's. <laughs> John's was good. I got some I got some good produce there. I just haven't um, I haven't gone to a public place. Uh, I, I went to work on Saturday since then my old apartment and then i walked around the neighborhood at 1 a.m last night Mm -hmm. pretty tight pretty (laughs) tight is it like strict straight lockdown there right now no it is in the bay area but it should be yeah america is really messing up like pretty i'm scared for you guys well i mean unfortunately i mean wasn't wasn't Trump telling people to to travel around the country like three days ago? 
anyway, they, it's just bad that the most popular news network is basically saying that the pandemic doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing? <laughs> but I mean, it is terrible, but but yeah, it's like... Um, what well, else can you do? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people still going on spring break. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. We, the state of Florida, like once again, is going to really screw things up <laughs> for the rest of our country. It happens <laughs> at elections. It happens with serial killers. It happens with animals eating children at zoos. <laughs> And now it's going to be like the dumbest, the dumbest millennials in the world. Basically, like people who managed to survive the fire festival uh, have all <laughs> congregated in Florida to infect each other. And now they're going to be flying back to each of the 50 states uh, to continue to not wash their hands. It's going to be amazing. We almost had a similar thing. So our uh... Our, our system has uh, this thing called premiers for each of our provinces. And our premier in Ontario is, uh, is a big dumbass. He, his brother is Rob Ford. Yeah, Doug, you... we, we, we're oh, aware of uh, the Fords. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't Doug know Ford. Like, yeah, yeah. The, we're... the word of, uh, of No, Doug Sean and I love clowns. So we're super <laughs> into that. <laughs> so, but yeah. So he, uh, like three days ago, was like, asked if people should be traveling for March break, which is this week. And he was like, yeah, go have fun with your families. It'll be great. While like the health minister and the, like the rest of the government was like, no, don't do that. It's a bad idea. Stay home. And he was just like, yeah, no, it's fine. Go have fun. And then now the borders are closed. So I hope nobody <laughs> listened to him because <laughs> that would be bad. Uh, but it's kind of cooled down a little bit. Justin Trudeau's in like, isolation at his house because his wife tested positive for coronavirus yeah, i'm sure he's been doing i'm like, sure he doesn't have it at all just his wife yeah right? <laughs> yeah 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 he seems like a pretty careful guy <laughs> he's been like really soothing in his addresses you know he's like not a perfect prime minister by any mm-hmm. means but he's been like nice to watch has or, he done like, any of them out. in blackface yet not yet oh that's good <laughs> I mean, but we're pretty early in this. Episode, yeah, like it's it's going to last a long time. So, yeah, there will be some sort of party at the prime minister's uh, residence at some point here. Some no, I think he time. might just come out one morning and then be like, oh, shit, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to wipe it off. He does it in like full, like shitty white dude rap. He's like, my name's Justin Trudeau, and I'm here to say you should stay in your house every day. <laughs> what, what, what image just got sent here? Uh, <laughs> just Rob Ford wearing a Denver Broncos jersey. You know, I can't, I still can't believe he's dead. Like when I think no, about it's it, it's really weird to me. <laughs> It's like it was such a crazy thing, and then he died very abruptly, right? Yes, yes, and just like super fast. He got sick, and then he just yeah, right away. It's weird. I mean, and he, he yeah, because he appeared to be so healthy. Yeah, you know, yeah, Rob Ford. Robust. <laughs> Rob Ford, famous for his healthy lifestyle. <laughs> um, yeah, he, do you think? Uh, Go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say, do you think Clay Thompson's life has changed at all? Nope. No, I keep thinking of him sitting in the woods in that chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From like three days before everything happened, and I wonder if he's still there. <laughs> also, he loves chess, so I feel like this is really his time. He likes video games, chess, and going for walks without yeah. another human being, just with a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then like shooting hoops in an empty. I guess I guess he could get it from someone who was rebounding for him. But otherwise, <laughs> he's pretty locked down. He I, I he for sure has one of those rebounding machines at his house, though. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He totally does. Um, oh wait, who do you think has it on the Nuggets? Because they said one person has it, but they, they haven't said the it. way they said it was not. It didn't sound like the team to me. It sounded like a uh, the way that was worded to me. It sounded like a Denver Nuggets staff member had it. Okay. If you would ask me about this, maybe like six weeks ago, I would have said one hundred percent it's Juancho Hernan Gomez because, <laughs> because he, of the got mono, he got chat mono. He got mono. video. Um, and the shower video. Yeah, yeah. So Woj said it was a member of organization has tested positive. So I'm guessing it's not a player or else he would have said player. Right. Um, oh, it, it's um, it's Suber. <laughs> fat Lever. It's She's Fat Lever. Fat Lever. And is it like is it confirmed at all that I miss it? Who has who on the Lakers tested positive? Because someone is going to have to, right? Because they're all hanging out with Drake and KD. That I didn't see. Uh, I know they got tested today, right? Um, Maybe. The Warriors, very interestingly, who I'm going to say fucked this up really bad. Uh, before it became a quarantine by having a uh-huh. game after the city of San Francisco told them not to. It was like, please, please do not let anyone in here. And they're like, we have a public safety measure in place. It's a sign at the entrance <laughs> telling you that you can't sue. Uh, I do think it was really funny that yesterday Bob Myers and uh, Rick Welts had like a cool flex on the other NBA teams who, uh-huh. when they were like, yeah, yeah, uh, we're not getting tests because uh, we believe that uh, the public needs those tests. <laughs> and also, they're already taking the player's blood and spinning it in a centrifuge and reinjecting it into them. So they're basically testing for everything during the blood boy process anyway. So <laughs> they don't Is really there anybody need the quarantining? Tests. Is there anyone quarantining in one of the suites? See, that's, I mean, look, someone should be moving into those suites because for San Francisco real estate, it is not a bad deal. And you got to be really safe there. And so much wine. I mean, maybe LeBron is. Wine and blood. Like, LeBron could totally afford one of those. Isn't that the ultimate flex? Like, like, oh, the Warriors beat me in the finals. I'm going to buy a suite inside their arena and live there, <laughs> sleep in the wine cellar. But it doesn't solve his problem of having somebody to drink wine with. So he'd still be lonely. He would be lonely. He seems lonely already. He's passing <laughs> out in the wine cellar. I mean, LeBron has to be one of the people that is surrounded by people more than even, even for an NBA player. Uh, he constantly has people around him. Mm-hmm. 
Is he still doing Taco Tuesday? Like, does he have the supplies? Uh, he's, I think he stopped when he wasn't able to trademark the phrase Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> Just I because think... he was, uh, he was only 47 years late getting there, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they found someone advertising a Taco Tuesday in New Mexico in like the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he definitely should start making those videos again, too. Right? Just, I just mean, buy I himself like a matter Taco of time. Tuesday. Yeah, I bet From he. Did. I bet he he'll try to just like. He gonna try to co-opt other days with other foods. <laughs> Waffle <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> um, Katie, I want to circle back to the food thing. I feel like I haven't been very hungry during lockdown, but when I am hungry, I only want to eat the food that's like good forever. Just eyeing these cans of beans, like go for some beans now. It's like Sean, you do have some produce in the fridge, and I'm no, I'm a loving old beans, baby. That's what I mean. You gotta, you gotta clamp down on that part of your brain. It's not a good instinct at no. all. No, it's the opposite of survival mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ate an apple for breakfast, and I was like, yeah, and then I was like, oh, but I got, I got this box of corn checks. Time to break into that. It's only good for seven and a half more months. I've just been, I've mainly eaten handful after handful of this family-sized box of Cheez-Its I bought. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the only thing you bought? (laughs) No, we bought a lot of, it's funny, because when I went to the store, it actually, the store legitimately made me cry. Like, as we were checking out, I was, like, literally crying, because... Of how fucked up it was. Like, I, ha- I went with a list, and nothing on the list was there, and it was, like, for no reason. They had, like, no canned goods, no pasta, no anything. So, like, they did have a ton of meat and cheese, though. <laughs> so, like, I bought, like, three corned beefs, because it was close oh, to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was close, but everything I bought... It's like I bought, like, a giant pork loin. I bought, like, a turkey breast. But everything I bought (laughs) takes five hours to cook, and I put it in the freezer, and it takes three hours to defrost, too. So it's like... (laughs) So you have to, like, wake up in the middle of the night, (laughs) get it out to defrost. Yeah. I bought, like, a tri-tip that's frozen now. Like, it was... It was so depressing being at the grocery store um and it was weird i think i got in a little early to the grocery store like i went i think thursday morning when i finished work and it was before like they closed schools in ontario Mm -hmm. and before all of like the like all the other sports canceled and followed the nba and i was uh like I was like blown away. It was just like me with like a bunch of elderly people just doing their regular shopping and people were chill. There was toilet paper available. It was great. And then I guess all hell broke loose because I have yet to go to like a, a hell grocery store, but I'm not looking forward to it when I have to. And mine it- was like definitely unhinged, but it was more in like a celebratory way. Like people were buying just like <laughs> The weirdest combinations of shit, like Brie, like like Joey, kind of what you said, but like like I saw a guy walking out with like three Brie wheels and like all this Easter candy that like hadn't even been discounted yet, and like um then like cold and Advil cold and sinus or like 
like one essential, but then mostly like party or like celebration foods. Cause I was like, those wheels are one going to get you through that far. They're going to make <laughs> you feel pretty bad if you eat them all at once. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but everyone was like look, looking at each other, like scoping out people's baskets and like mostly like smiling. Like it felt extremely reckless, but it didn't feel like, uh, on the, the like, bloodthirsty or like yeah. civilization end of this was like depressing because i was walking around and like it didn't have to be this way you know what i mean like people are just buying too much because they're uh selfish like the grocery store literally was like oh uh this is like uh the problem with our with capitalism to the nth degree now like and also, yeah. <laughs> you're at, like, uh, everyone is rushing to wait in line at a grocery store when if someone just told them to shop normally, uh, they'd be way less likely to get the virus in a grocery <laughs> store full of 20 people than one with 200. Uh, yeah. I just, I every time, every, every time somebody is complaining about socialism or communism immediately people it's like oh you want bread lines and i'm kind of like really big dangerous lines and there's no bread so at least there's bread at the end of a bread line you know what i mean yeah exactly <laughs> there's no bread in los angeles <laughs> i have a bunch of sandwich making ingredients and no bread and so i'm like i guess i could just roll up this meat in the cheese it's not very satisfying. <laughs> Who do you think is the most likely NBA player to have been like an insane panic buyer? Oh, like a food prepper? Oh, oh uh, doomsday prepper? Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, or just Kyrie. like who oh, the toilet paper? Kyrie? I don't think so. Kyrie, I don't think Kyrie I think believes in the virus. Bunker. I don't think he believes the virus can do anything to him. Even though mm -hmm. KKD has it, I don't think he cares. Yeah, actually, he wouldn't be a good prepper either. Like, I'm sure he's planned for the commune, but it's always like, so we got to make sure that everybody has their own kaleidoscope. Yeah, don't you I think mean, that's going to be really important? Yeah. <laughs> don't you think Kyrie's just like, uh, if things get bad, I'm just going to the Denver airport. Uh huh. Yeah, to, to, um. to worship the Lord. Yeah, he's got, he has like. I could just see him walking out of Costco with a flat of something, and you're like, what is that? And it's like, oh, it's just a bunch of different kinds of crystals. Uh, <laughs> weird. I don't know. Mm. I think J.J. Reddick probably has, like, oh, a bunch yeah. of stores of food. And also, I'm going to say not even at his house. He's got some, like, drop points in between where his secret families live, where there's, like, <laughs> you know, ammunition and uh, like MREs. I think I feel like he's ready. I feel like um, like not because he is like this kind of personality, but just in his like work ethic. I feel like Jimmy Butler is like prepared, but he's just like similarly always prepared or he's like, oh, I, I can just spear fish off. It's from like my backyard oh, into the like see, bay. <laughs> I disagree. I think. Jimmy Butler is being really hard on his personal chef right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's still he's still waking up early and doing the workouts. Yeah, yeah, he's also, working out. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like, oh, 
this fruit smoothie again? Don't you think? <laughs> like I specifically requested quail eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's he's got to be. You know what he's doing though. Most of the time, it's just lifting weights, watching Spencer Confidential. Lifting weights, watching <laughs> Spencer Confidential. <laughs> I can't. I feel think... like Andrew Bogut probably is doing a lot. Of, like See, I, mean, I think, he's in I Australia think he right also now. believes it's a. Hoax. I think they're still playing games right yeah. now in Australia. <laughs> I I think Bogut thinks it's a hoax. Um, um, yeah. yeah, I bet Harrison Barnes has an earthquake preparedness kit in every room of his house, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all like boring stuff. It's nothing exciting. It's like, yeah, this is it's pretty nutritious. Yeah, Harrison, you do have a lot of steel cutouts. Good job. <laughs> I mean, I Spencer know. Hawes is in a bunker somewhere right now, for sure. <laughs> but it's full of guns and just like a tin of beans. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is John Goodman in twelve or ten Cloverfield Lane. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think like, Dinwiddie's probably panicking just because of the crypto side of things. Well, yeah, he's losing. But money. I don't think he's prepared. Yeah, I don't think he's prepared. I just think he's in a in a tailspin. <laughs> I don't think. Look, the NBA. Look, they're all prepared because they're rich. They're yeah. all more prepared than we are, but. I can't think of anybody right now who was like, we've got to go to Costco and buy the store. I mean, maybe the some of their mm-hmm. employees who work for them did that for them, but uh, I don't know. I can't think of any guy. Uh, the NBA to me is more likely to be uh, more players are like reading those like stories about how like it was created in a lab in North Carolina uh, and look, if you look at it in the genome, you can see where the cuts are, where they added part of the AIDS virus. That, to me, is more where I think a lot of NBA players are leaning towards and less the prepper side. Yeah, what's what's that doctor's name? Dr. Sebi? Dr. Umar? <laughs> oh, well, Dr. Umar has, has a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Serge Ibaka just released his his. How bored are you for the day? Oh, what is it? What, what, what's going on? He's FaceTiming his friends. <laughs> I'm really. I want to know like what players. Like I feel like Kyle Lowry's absolutely running like coaching sessions. I feel like Chris Paul probably too is like dialing up Shea Gilgis Alexander to talk about pick and roll coverages and like screen sharing film just to make sure everybody's sharp for the inevitable return in uh october i think larry is just napping honestly is just falling asleep in places (laughs) like like we talked about like going to do tasks or like dad stuff and then he'll just like he's like i'm just resting my eyes chris paul's probably being a lunatic sure which nba player is trying to organize their version of that terrible imagine video (laughs) <laughs> probably, unfortunately it hurts me a lot to say this but probably jimmy butler yeah that exactly yeah. right <laughs> i can see cj mccollum in there he would just be like yeah i'm i'd be so happy like i'm so happy to do that like he's just the most pure earnest man 
I could see CJ McCollum getting turned down by a lot of players. He's like, okay, but what about, okay, they did imagine, uh, could we do like, we do like, uh, give peace a chance? I guess it's not really relevant, but, um, okay, whatever you guys want to sing, I, I know a lot of Beatles songs. Um, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll call we'll, you. We'll, we'll get back and to you, CJ. And then it gets released. <laughs> he has to launch Without it him. alone in isolation. <laughs> too sad uh yeah i don't know i do like how for the most part the french players are like extremely chill about the situation more chill yeah. than they should be about the situation mm-hmm. i will say uh, to, to maybe the detriment of possibly rudy gobert and mm-hmm. ever came into contact with him i'm just I'm being like, like uh, we do not need to wash uh, the hands uh, i shower <laughs> only shower after the game because uh people uh, the pressure at home uh, i go weeks <laughs> You just put on some cologne. It's just fine. My Do you favorite- think uh, Rudy Gobert's leaning into this whole like narrative that he's a hero now? Oh, I think he's embarrassed, actually. <laughs> I mean, it, it's got to be so weird because I think that the media and the fans and Twitter are so strange for the Utah Jazz that it, it must be tough not to internalize that mm-hmm. weirdness. Like, uh, SLC just, Dunk is definitely posted about how Rudy Gobert saved the world, right? And how people should respect the fact that he saved the world. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and then some of the, like, um, the jazz, some of the jazz Twitter ensemble is amplifying that. Like, they, they play off each other's riffs about disrespect. <laughs> it's actually it's actually the respect they don't get that makes them uh, jazz Twitter. <laughs> What coach do you think is going to get it first? Quinn Snyder. I mean, I would have said that without Colbert, but in fact, the most recent round ball song uh, maybe throws out some allegations about Quinn Snyder's recreational habits. I have to say Nick Nurse's hand-washing video did really like bring me down from a ledge yesterday. Mm, yeah. Well, he just, he just told you how to wash your hands. He's like, he's like, hey guys, I'm gonna share with you one of my top secret plays. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, everybody's saying you gotta wash your hands for 20 seconds, but how about this? Why not do 24 seconds? This is one case where we don't mind a shot clock violation. <laughs> <laughs> how do we not lean with that? <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, can we can we play that? Can we find the audio? Katie, did you bring a clip? Hi, everybody. This is Nick Nurse, head coach of the Toronto Raptors. I'm here to teach you a new play today, hand washing. You should wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, but let's make it 24. Think of it as a shot clock, but this is one time we don't mind a shot clock violation. Do it when you enter and leave a new place. Do it after social contact, no matter how minimal, and do it anytime you touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. Special thanks to all the medical teams and health authorities who are doing so much to help keep us all safe. Thank you. Remember, wash your hands as long as the shot clock violation. Let's all rise up to stop COVID-19. Uh, do you think Nick Nurse is uh, playing a lot of sweet jams on the guitar while he's isolated? I do. I think he's like messaging Giannis tips so he can continue the tampering even with basketball not on. Can I... <laughs> 
Can I make an, uh, can I implore people to stop posting videos of themselves playing the guitar, actually? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Uh, I just don't, my feed is entirely people who I've never seen play the guitar before, sitting on their porches playing the guitar. (laughs) 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 And I'm just saying I need less, I need like 60% less guitar playing. Uh, on my Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Murray's I wonder been if Nick playing Nurse... piano, which is nice. Mm. He was playing a bunch of Harry Potter songs and was like, I'm taking requests, but it doesn't seem like he knows any other songs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Nick Nurse is working on like box in one style strategies for washing hands as well. Like, if he has different sort of techniques and things that he's going to bust out, like if he has a shortage of soap and he's trying to work around that, I, I don't know. It feels like something he's got to be in the midst of too. I don't know. I like, I have to say, <laughs> I kind of like the PSAs. I know they've all been like forced by the league to do them, but they're all really funny considering like it, they, it's weird. It's like what we were saying before of like, players being so used to being surrounded by people but like still kind of isolated but they've never like been isolated like this before so it's like they're all doing these facetime videos where they don't there's like no directive and they don't necessarily know what to say or like how to say it or when to stop so like the length and like the tone of the video like all the psas are like extremely varied and like super weird i don't know i've i've been really deep diving into them (laughs) (laughs) Who's the MVP of quarantine so far, Katie? Like, who's doing it? Who's, like, respecting it? Like, no, like, who is, like, you know, you have a summer vacation watch MVP. Who's the MVP of uh, being in isolation? It's too early to say. You should know that. (laughs) (laughs) Very selfishly, though, I have to say... um, I'm a little bit worried there won't be a clear end. So I don't know if it's going to be obvious when summer vacation watch begins and self-isolation watch. ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you prepared for a world in which summer vacation watch has to happen in isolation and everyone's trying to have summer in their apartments? I mean, some of the guys are already set up for it. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. has like a beautiful house in Florida and he's just been by the pool for like four days. So that's okay. <laughs> But I'll be upset. I mean, I'll be upset. Like, if you know, guys can't travel or go to the place where, like, where all the pigs are swimming. Everybody always goes there. You know, that's a summer vacation watch. <laughs> Solid. So, so Katie, what if they end up shifting the season back and opening it on Christmas Day, and that's just the way they do it now? And the finals are in August. Are you prepared for a world with a fall vacation watch? It's kind of a toss-up because. One, I would love to wear shorts for more of the basketball season, uh-huh. the regular you basketball season. You do love wearing season. shorts. You uh-huh. are the inventor of shorts <laughs> and clothing. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind it for like a couple seasons because, you know, it's sometimes it's like I'd, I'm curious to know where guys would go off off peak season of tourism. It opens up like a lot of potential once Europe is safe again. Um <laughs> That's like the time you're supposed to visit Italy, you're supposed to visit France, you know? So that could be kind of cool. Maybe more like, uh, do you think guys would go on tours where they're looking at like fall foliage? 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's all Kevin loves apple picking for some reason. Oh, he's but doing he's that for fucking sure. Yeah, like that. He's probably I mean he's probably already done that, but he's probably like, oh fuck yeah, like I can't wait for that in his all his sweaters. Um, I think you'd probably see a lot more uh, south of the equator vacations, right? Because wouldn't mm-hmm. it be spring? Yeah, and. Yeah, like, well, also, I think you'd see more Hawaii because I think Hawaii is really rainy in June and July. And so th- you you kind of avoid the rainy season, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it does open up a whole new world of vacationing possibilities. So I can't say I'm not for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like All-Star Weekend would be more fun if it was in April in most cities. Oh, man. It would kick ass. Uh, like I, I'm thinking of the Toronto one in particular when it was like the coldest weekend of the century. Yeah. I mean, it Sean, here. it could still be pretty shitty here in April. Let's it can't be. be the <laughs> mine is 40. True. Toronto <laughs> is just such a great city. I feel like it's so it's such a missed opportunity that it was uninhabitably cold that the showcase weekend and it was like the warmest that had ever been on record for that date the week after as well it was very dumb this has been hot weather talk on <laughs> <laughs> <Rondo> Rock on <laughs> locked on meteorology <laughs> there's just not that much else man yeah no <laughs> Well, oh, we've we got to ask... with a big three before we oh, stop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, this should be our last thing. Keen, do you want to explain what's going on with the big three right now? Yeah, so this is, this is. I mean, I I have been a big three expert in the past, but uh, once again, Ice Cube has his, his thumb on the pulse of the nation. The big three has uh, announced that they're going to be having a, a tournament I mean it's it's I just I I don't think this is a good idea but I love this story does that make sense mm-hmm. so it is going uh-huh. to be they're calling it a quarantined reality show style three-on-three tournament in April to help curb the nation's appetite for basketball uh, now again this is the founders of the league are Ice Cube and Jeff Quadinets who uh was like Eminem's man who ran Eminem and Gwen Stefani's management firm 20 years ago. Um, so they're quarantining everybody in Los Angeles in uh, like a mansion. Uh, they say 16 to 22 people that all are negative for the coronavirus. And uh, so it's, it's, they're going to be in like the big brother house basically. Um, because I don't, I don't know how big a house you need for twenty-two, uh, like forty-year-old and former NBA players. But it seems like a large one, right? But actually, it more seems like it's gonna be like the Big Brother house, where it's not really a house; it's like a warehouse that they put rooms in and stuff. Because they're also supposedly gonna have a basketball court and training facility on the site. Um, and if, if a player breaks quarantine, he's eliminated and injected. <laughs> he's out of the house. Uh, they are filming it. 
and I guess the house is going to be full of uh, like remote cameras because there's not going to be a crew, but they're going to be filming everything. Um, and it, the format also seems insane that there are seven rounds. The teammates reshuffle after the first round. And when individual players lose three games, they're eliminated. And then like the, <laughs> the winner is going to win like two or three million dollars. So what? Joe Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, first, second, and third are getting prizes in the seven figures. Um, and uh, I guess they're just going to have the games at the house they live in. I see a lot of ways this could backfire. Right. <laughs> it bums me out, honestly. This idea bums me out. The fact that Josh Smith or whoever needs money this bad to be on like a big brother basketball reality show bums me out. Well, I don't, I don't know. It, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's just the games and players' lives will be captured on camera. I mean, the thing is, it it is a lot of money for winning seven three on three games. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's more like. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, who knows what the reality show I mean, aspect I'm of it is going to be? One hundred percent going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> It just, it feels like what they do, I just don't think the big three is that exploitative. Like it, it would probably be maybe more popular, but it seems like they really push back on the idea that it's like an old timers game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, there's no, no one has been booked yet. The names I have seen are, okay, this is an amazing set of three names. Uh, Joe Johnson. Zach Randolph oh. and Greg Oden. <laughs> Greg Oden had a really good year, actually. Um, Who's the most likely to bring disease into the house un- 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 unrecognized and cause uh, Matt Barnes? Know, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> is Matt Barnes going to be in it? I mean, he, he is has not in the previous three thing. yet, but oh, he yeah. could. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I mean, it's it's always like. I think, I mean, having having attended a couple drafts, um, it does seem like they they draft for character a lot, by which I mean they draft guys they like to hang out and possibly smoke weed with as as players. Um, you know, I bet Al Harrington, even though he is, uh, I think that Al Harrington has actually retired from the big three. Uh, but isn't this like it's a reality show? I mean, yeah. I think it's mostly uh, basketball. I think, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's not clear. Like, did they, is it clear how long it would last for? Well, it's seven It's seven rounds. So I think it'll be maybe seven, maybe a week. But what if they the, really drag it out, right? Like, what if this is like all the basketball there is at that point? Yeah. Well, they'd have to, look, many of these guys are not going to be able to play much more than uh, these three games, too. But they have just, to stay in the house together. I mean, and they're going to they... film the house. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. sounds terrible. It sounds like so uncomfortable. So, like, uh, just like so, st- well, so stupid. Um, the, like, money thing is insane. It's just like, uh, I hate, like, I hate it too. <laughs> what do you uh, hate more, this idea or the NBA's, like, I don't know, pipe dream of having some sort of charity game in the next like 
month or whatever. I, I don't even know what their like timeline is for that, but that also sounds insane. Why doesn't the NBA just do this weird uh, quarantine thing properly and build like a crazy biodome? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just do that. I don't think Tillman Fertitta would want to contribute money to help build a biodome. Yeah, we're going to talk about him on the Patreon this week, but uh, he's been oh a real God. asshole. What a piece Holy of shit. shit. Uh, on the plus side, I think he's going to have to sell the team if this goes longer than like two months. Yeah, he's, he's definitely waiting. the guy who's at the most risk of losing his team, right? I would guess I, so, yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess so, but he's also just really cheap. <laughs> he's gonna get a casino bailout. Yeah, they're gonna yeah, bail out the casinos. He's like the only. He's the only. The Golden Nuggets like the only casino that is not paying their staff while they're closed. <laughs> what a lunatic! Yep. Real. He's a real motherfucker. To quote <laughs> Tillman Fertitta. <laughs> Look, he tells you he's gonna stand on. He's gonna pin you down. He's gonna put a foot on your throat, and then he's gonna cut your benefits. <laughs> All right, is that our episode? Is there anything else we need to talk about? No, that no. feels like uh, probably <laughs> way like too plenty. much of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean Woodley, what would yeah. you like to plug? Uh. Well, this podcast that you're listening to, Locked On Raptors, is good. Uh, <laughs> we did an episode with James Herbert, friend of mine and Katie's, uh, on Thursday, where we talked about the bracket I did for Raptors.com uh, of the sixty or 32 greatest single-game performances in Raptors history, uh, a, a list that includes Charlie Villanueva, Mike James, and, of course, Terrence Ross, among others. Uh, and we talked all about that on yesterday's podcast. So go listen to that. Katie Heindel. What would you like to plug? Um, a new, uh, a new series <laughs> to just launch <laughs> called, uh, NBA self-isolation watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. And where can we watch that? You can read it. <laughs> Sorry, I said series. It's a column. I know. You can, <laughs> you can read it at time um, and subscribe to Basketball Feelings now more than ever because I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Sean Keen, what would you like to plug? You can read my proposal for a permanent start to Christmas Day games on Yard Barker and uh, oh, the Round Ball Rock Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash Pod. Uh, great. And then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on November 21st, 2013, I tweeted, holy full, I just ate my ass off. Three pork chops, a bowl of applesauce, and an entire pot of macaroni and cheese. This hurts. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's uh, stay home. Continue staying home. Do not go out. Never go out. Literally shut it down. Yeah. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.